Congratulations on the huge release, uh, like after all the years of work. Uh, how far back does it go? Like when did you become aware of Connor and start uh, following him for the documentary? Uh, I suppose initially I met him back in 2012. So this is when he was fighting on, on local shows and Cage Warriors and, um, you know, no, basically nobody, nobody knew him. But uh, there was something about him that, that the first time we were speaking to him and that just made you want to listen to him. And he, he's, he's got this infectious self-belief and... Uh, you know, he's, even the first interview we did with him, he was talking about um, watching gorillas on the Nature Channel and observing their movement. And you know, that's not a kind of question or answer you'd expect to hear from from a fighter. So it was something different and immediately captivating. Mm. And and I uh, just from a production point of view, I, I was like many. I saw him in the late late. That was where my <laughs> first. And everyone remembers him from the late late. You know, it was such a. You know, you know he was just. You know, everybody was like, who is this guy? You know, and it was so Irish. You know, to be unapologetically confident brazen you know he had it had it all you know it was just yeah i just thought it was immediate you know so that i i knew gav and gav came in and said look you know i'm working with connor will we pitch it to rte it was the easiest commission we've ever had <laughs> i think uh we pitched it on a tuesday and i think we had a commission on a wednesday which you know in, in rte terms that's kind of unheard of you know yeah. so so uh, and then we we worked with connor ever since then so it's four, four and a half years and and his, fame, his fame just skyrocketed you know it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't it was literally Overnight, you know, he's just getting bigger and bigger, and and the crazy thing is, he continues to get bigger. Mm -hmm. You know, like now it's uh, the, the man needs no introduction. People are absolutely shocked that you know Conor McGregor. You know, he changed how we dress. People yeah. in Ireland dress differently now because of Conor McGregor. Yeah, it, like Zara, you know, suddenly we're doing ranges of three-piece suits. You know, and they're yeah. flying out the door. You know, yeah. uh, it, you know, like in that way, I, I don't think there's anybody who's had been so culturally effective you know m making people you know you know suddenly take pride in their appearance you know uh, so yeah it, it, it's just uh, he's a mad story well, do, well, do you think uh, being a celebrity has changed him or in the time you've been with him is he about the same as when you started filming him yeah uh, i think i think connor's you know very much the same the same person but things around you change the and, and even the more famous he, he, he gets you know it, it's a quite an operation now for him to go to the shop you know <laughs> there's 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 all these cars there's suit men there's security there's you know it, it's it's got to there and um you know i think i think in ireland uh in, in particular you know i think he keeps to himself a bit more because if he goes out you know it's basically a riot he can't go down grafton street anymore you know mm -hmm. so the world around you know his world has changed not, not undoubtedly well, like you're following someone during this part of their life when they're becoming so much more famous, and like I was wondering, like even from the beginning, how do you establish trust with someone that you're going to follow them for a documentary? Because it seems like you had pretty intimate access to him. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think I think first of all, probably Connor. Connor knew more than anybody else that he was going to be this guy. You know, he, he undoubtedly told us, "I'm going to have 25 million in my bank account. I'm going to be a world champion in the UFC. All this stuff." So. He wanted to, that to be filmed, you know. So, so uh, we 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 had a good relationship with him, you know. He 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 stays true to the the team and people who ran him from the start. So, we were in there early, and uh, and he we just you know kept her, kept us around. But it, it, it's funny, yeah. Like um, he's quite involved now. You know, like yeah, Connor knows 
what he wants in a film, and, and that's not saying he's, he's he's driving it, you know, from in terms of you can do this, you can't do that, you know. But like, and, and Connor's quite happy to show himself not at his best moments, and you know, I suppose that you know, usually when 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 you know, just docs maybe might be quite reticent about showing parts of yourself, but Connor kind of knows that that's part of the the appeal of him you know show as much of yourself as you can you know so 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 yeah that, that trust and but that trust is built up it's not built up over you know two or three months it is built up over you know the guts of five years uh, and and look it has gotten harder connor has gotten to that level now where there are it's just very hard to to to, to maybe get those those that intimacy that access that, that maybe we had in the beginning but that's why Gavin and Graham, all they do is they literally bed in, they move in, you know, they, they spend months on end, you know. Uh, Gavin has, how many trips to Vegas in the last? Uh, I've, I've been to Vegas in total 11 times, so. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> yeah. And they're long stints, so like and 10, I, 12 weeks at a time, you know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Vegas, so. <laughs> I, I was thinking you got a lot of footage of his training, and like, what's it like uh, knowing what to get, and knowing like when you've got enough footage and like, like certainly as well when filming that there'd be moments like where he tells you to get the camera out of his face and like so like how do you like approach working in that environment um, well when it comes yeah training I mean that moment where we did actually capture his and you can hear his ACL uh, popping uh, on, on camera you know we wouldn't have got that if we weren't filming every round so so we, we, we keep filming we keep filming and um, he likes to look back at stuff as well. He likes to look back at his training exactly, and stuff like yeah, that. So, yeah. so he wants everything filmed, but then every even again, that just goes back to what a you know hard working athlete he is. He's a hard worker in the gym, but he's a hard worker in terms of tactician and technically. And he likes to watch back what he's doing, what you know, what he can prove upon. So, so you know, it, it worked twofold. We got uh, amazing access to main material, but he got a uh, you know round the clock uh, cover of his of his training, which he wanted. You know, but you got. Uh very cinematic footage of the fights as well like with the slow motion and the sound mixing and like I, I do martial arts myself so mm. I was wincing at the blows that were landing and like I was wondering what it was like approaching uh, those scenes and filming the cage fights uh, so, so that, that, that's in the editing really you know Andrew Hearn uh, did a great job of of, uh, of cutting those fights together and um, you know it, it's, it's, it's great creative space to kind of just tell mm. the story of a fight you know TV coverage is very flash and you know and be, being there the you want it to feel like you're there and then just cutting away to his family even watching it makes it more real so that, that was just brilliant to, to work with that footage and yeah. one thing that struck me about it was uh, you got such clear audio on John Kavanagh and like that was ringside like mm. and like th- th- that was a very important moment to well, capture I thought in fairness like, the, the, the UC are a very slick operation so so what they, they run uh, uh, their own productions when you're in in around the octagon no third party cameras are, are allowed in there but what they have is they have nearly 16 cameras filming for their live feed they use a fraction of it so what, what we asked for was we want every ISO angle that was not used you know so people have so we we, we, we try so it just gave us le- latitude to, to, to cut the films quite cinematically a lot of it was done in the mix as well we, you know you, you could really you know get mm. creative in the mix and yeah stuff it was good as well. use of sound yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so, so trying, to, trying to get that balance and the balance of music as well and stuff so uh, yeah that, that was the approach it's, it's gladiators it's yeah <laughs> I suppose one, one aspect uh, you could have touched on in terms of his like notorious public image is uh, the feuds and the trash talking and l- l- like there would have been stuff recently about like using slurs as part of the trash talk and like there's this context to trash talk where you're emasculating your opponent but then there's like a broader context of what you're saying and I, th- I think people like, like he's, he's a divisive figure in that sense so mm-hmm. I was wondering why didn't you explore that in the documentary or if you had anything to say now what do you, why do you think what, like what drives Connor to sort of keep 
landing himself. Well, well, well I, I, su- like I suppose on on the on the trash talk side, look, I suppose you know uh, that is you know it's it's probably the most viewed material at Conor McGregor. So we we, we try to take a different approach, with, 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 you know, and, and dial it back a little bit and show the the the, the, the man and 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 you know what he goes through to get to where he gets to, you know. But of course, it's part of it. I've seen Conor McGregor beat opponents outside the octagon. I remember, um, uh, what's his name, um, Dustin Poirier at a press conference, you know, literally started a press conference like this, by the end of the fight he was like this, the shoulders had sagged and he was in himself. Connor had, you know, literally, so he, he does it and it works, you know, obviously there's, you know, occasion where he, he oversteps the mark, you know, but like... It doesn't lend itself to delicate uh, wordplay at times. No, like no. Movies, but, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, like, after a press conference or whatever else they encounter, Connor's backstage and, and we're there with him and he's incredibly relaxed you know like it's heightened out there and then he's back here and he's himself again so we wanted to focus on seeing him as himself well, well it's a hell of a journey to follow and uh, congratulations on the film uh, thanks for talking to film ireland you're very good thank, thank you, very you. Much.